Welcome to episode 10 of the Tales of Enelis. I'm Dr. E.J. Kane, your host and player, ready to dive into another exciting piece of our story. The last time we left off, Thorfinn, his friend Alphys, and Gunbjorn had stormed into the main throne room of Feria the Elf. We learned that Feria and Kataka have been sort of the leaders of these brigands. And Theria herself once controlled a bunch, a tribe of orcs up in the north, but after the giants took over that area, she lost control of her tribe and she came south, knowing about this ruin in the woods and decided to use it as a base of operations as she took over the brigands in the area. Using her skills as a mastermind, she was able to take control of the brigands and cement her dominance of the region. And the last time he left off, Dunbjorn was down on the ground, unconscious, his guts sort of busted as he was slammed hard with the, the butt of an axe. Alphys was fighting one-on-one with Theria, but had finally bested her and got a cut into her. She is on the verge of losing the battle. And Thorfinn, having now just downed the final elite guardsman, he turns towards Theria, anger burning in his heart, Gunbjorn down on the ground, all the pain of what he's seen going on in his home of Elkwood, he attributes directly to Theria. I will end you! And he charges across the room, his axe held high. Does Althus try to stop him? Althus, of course, is impulsive, but he does know Theria might have some information, information they might need. I don't know. I'm going to ask the Oracle. All right. Does Althus try to stop Thorfinn? Extreme yes. Okay, so I think Althus turns around, sees Thorfinn charging towards him, even though he still has, Althus still has his knife up against Theria. He knows he's got her, the upper hand on her, but Thorfinn's charging towards her, anger in his eyes, his axe held high. Wait, wait, wait! Does Thorfinn heed Althus's words? I'm going to give him... I'm gonna give him a smarts roll just to see if his if his mind <laughs> over overrides his emotions at this moment. That is a three, a fail. I think not. I think his anger gets the best of him, and Thorfinn charges in, his axe slicing down upon Theria, <laughs> cutting into her and felling her. Before she can even cry and protest, she's cut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you get. This is for Elkwood. Thorfinn. Thorfinn. What? What have you done? Any information she had is lost. I don't care. If she's the leader of these brigands, then I've done what I came to do. I guess. As the adrenaline of the moment is, is coming down off of Thorfinn, he looks over. Gunbjorn! And he rushes over, kneels down beside him. Althus joins him, and they check Gunbjorn's pulse, his heart still beating away. 
faint breath still coming out of his mouth. You're still alive. Good. Ah, oh, thank goodness. After that battle with Theria, I think it's time for some advancement. I'm going to increase Thorfinn's fighting skill up to a d8. And Alphys is also going to increase his fighting skill to a d8. I think they've got a lot of experience now in some more combat, and they're probably going to need it going forward. Now, with Theria fully defeated, what do they do? They're in this large throne room. You know, there's a couple of chambers off to the sides. There was a battle going on here. Did anyone else in the ruins hear the battle? Are they expecting uh, another round of brigands to come? I think it's very unlikely because there's just not very many brigands left. Remember, most of them had gone out with Kataka to do something. We haven't, we don't know why they left, but they are out in the wilds right now. Maybe torturing Elkwood. We shall see. Um, no. So there are no brigands coming to Theria's rescue. Um, or I guess at this point, revenge. With Theria dead, the brigands dead, I think they're going to search about the chambers. Let's look around. I bet she had some really nice stuff. It is all stolen stuff. Well, the people who own it aren't exactly around, now are they? Uh, Thorfinn is begrudgingly agreeing with Althus, so they, they begin to search around. Does Theria have any treasures, magic items, something of interest to them? I think it's very likely she has at least something. She has been... Uh, in charge of this region for some time while all of these soldiers were at war. I think she's accumulated something very nice. Uh, yes, indeed. It's not an extreme success, so I'm not gonna say it's a huge amount of treasure, but she does have some. All right, what is the nature of this treasure? Okay. Okay. All right, so Alphys, mostly Alphys, and, and Thorfinn are looking around the chambers that are connected to the main throne room. I think they find uh, Theria's bedchamber, sort of all of the best furniture and pieces they've stolen from the villages are sort of piled in here, very nicely decorated. Uh, what few elven furniture I think they found in the ruins, she's sort of taken in here as well. So she's this very elaborate elven looking bedroom. I think the first thing they find is a bag of coins. What few coins the people of the Borderlands actually have. She sort of gathered together into a sack. Alphys immediately, his eyes glowing wide with excitement, takes the sack and shoves it into his bag. Thorfinn just sort of shaking his head. I don't think he cares about coins. They aren't useful in his world. They then look around for any other items. And one of the items I think that immediately catches Althus's eyes on, on her dresser, on a little platform, sort of held aloft to be displayed, is an elven dagger glistening in the light, some sort of strange metal, um, almost with a, a silvery glow to it. Look at this! Amazing! Careful, might be magical. 
Oh, it most certainly is. Look at its beauty. Clearly elven made. Yeah. Well, it's all yours, Althus. I don't use daggers. Thank you. Althus takes the dagger. It's magical elven dagger. And I think looking around, they also find Kataka's bedchambers. And I think this is a little less organized. Uh, there's a lot of scrolls and ancient ancient tomes maybe she's gathered um, over her time. Um, and she looks like she was working on something. On her desk is all these scrolls rolled out. And I think what they see is a clear drawing of a strange stone that's covered in a silver cage. Is that the Chaos Stone that Gunbjorn told us about? Yes. If I had to guess, I would believe so. Strange. It looks like she's researching it. Yes, this must be Kataka's chambers. Well, look around. Perhaps there's something here we can use. And so they look around, and uh, I think Althus eventually finds, hidden in her messy belongings, is a small ceramic pot with a little stopper in it. And he pops off the stopper, takes a sniff. <laughs> wow, that smells very strong. Careful, she's a sorceress. Could be some sort of magic potion of some kind, even a poison. I don't think it's a poison. I've had experience with those. Thorfinn just cocks his eyebrow. Uh, never mind that. And uh, <laughs> Althus takes a look and he, I think he tastes it. Just puts a little dab on his tongue. Wow, wow, I feel, I feel, I feel quick. I feel, I feel smart. I feel like I can move. Careful, you're moving strangely. And I think there's a blur to Althus's movements as he has this little dab of this potion. It's some sort of speed potion. Wow, very useful. Yes, well, careful with that. Who knows what that magic will do to you in the long term. Oh, I'm sure it's fine, I'm sure it's fine. Now this tucks it into his pocket. Well, you got the dagger. Oh, did you want this? Yeah, if you think it's safe, I'll, I'll take the speed potion. Might be useful in battle. Yes, indeed. And Althus hands over the potion and Thorfinn tucks it into a safe pouch. Well, that's all we can find here. Should we destroy her notes? Yeah, if we can limit any progress she's made on the Chaos Stone. Might slow her down. And so I think they grab up her notes and, and Althus tucks it into one of his pouches so they can take it with them. Well, I think that's it here. I think we should get out of here as quickly as possible. Let's check on Gunbjorn. And they go back to the chamber where they had set Gunbjorn up, sort of leaning him comfortably, and uh, start slapping him on the face very gently. What? 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 Oh! Ah! Ah! My body aches! It's all right. It's all right. We're safe. We've defeated the brigands. There he is dead. Oh, good job. I... I never thought she would be able to defeat her. She's not as strong as we might have thought. She's more of the brains behind the operation, I think. Well, does she have the Chaos Stone? No. Kataka must have it. As we thought. Damn. 
Well, what now? We should get out of here. Can you walk? Are you okay? Yes, I think I can walk. I'm not feeling great, but I should be able to get out. Great. Let's go back the way we came. Let's get out of this place. And so the three of them scurry along through the ancient elven corridors, trying to retrace their steps and avoid running into the rest of the brigands that are still stationed here. So we'll be doing the Escape the Depths move out of Iron Sworn Delve. And I think they're going to retrace their steps and be very, I think they're being cautious. So this can be a smarts roll for the group. D6s. That is a five minus one four. Okay, that is a weak hit. So they find their way out, but it exacts a price on them. What is the nature of this price? Ooh, endure stress. Okay, I think, okay, so they are able to, to slowly get their way out, but it takes way more time than they expect. I think it takes them over, well over an hour as they're working their way through the ruins. And uh, there's just, you know, the patrols of brigands moving in and out. They see the lights flashing down the corridors and they're able to be quiet. They're able to be careful, but it's just stressful. And with Gunbjorn injured, they can only move so fast. So they have to wait for opportunities and the stress of being caught weighs heavy on them, but they're able to slip through. And so they get out of the elven ruins and now they're in the camp. Now I have a question. What are the chances that Kataka and the other brigands just happen to return at this time? I think it's very unlikely because they did just leave this morning and the villages are sort of scattered in this region and they're, you know, they're days apart. Even on horseback, you know, it would take them some time and, and it did take Thorfinn and Althus some time to get here. So I think it's very unlikely, but possible they returned early. That is a no. Okay, so nobody returns. Thorfinn, Althus, and Gunbjorn are now outside of the Elven Ruins, in the camp of the Brigands, the palisade walls stretching out around the ruin. There's still a few guards who are on duty moving here and there. Now they have to slip back to the wall and get over the wall, all while remaining hidden. This is going to be another stealth roll for the group. That is a three. Oh no. I'm gonna use a Benny, I think. Yep, I'm gonna use a Benny on this because we need to get out of here. First Benny of the session already spent in a few minutes. Come on, that is a four. Okay, and this is actually going to be against, uh, against the notice of the brigands. So I'm just gonna roll a D6 for them. And they got a three, so we did succeed in so Thorfinn, Althus, and Gunbjorn get to the wall and they climb up the stairs. They climb up the ladder to the edge, to the top of the palisade at one section and they slip over the wall, carefully climbing down to the ground. We made it! Excellent! I didn't think we'd get this far. What? I feel like that's a jab at us. Well... Yes, you aren't quite the, the most stealthy. Yeah, that's fair. And so the three of them disappear into the woods. All right, end of scene. 
Chaos Factor, I'm going to say, goes up. We did defeat Theria, but I think the repercussions of that are going to make things more difficult for the group. At this point, they've been in the ruins for hours. Uh, so I think it's, you know, it's late into the night and they're exhausted, they're tired, and uh, they're going to probably try to get as far away from the camp as they can and then f maybe find a place to make their own camp and rest. So let's uh, have them using some journey rolls here. I'm going to have them try and uh, take a hike in this rest of this night section. They're going to try to get away. Uh, don't need to roll for that. But then we're going to make camps. So this is going to be a survival roll for Thorfinn, who has a D8 in survival because he spent much time in the wilds. And that is an exploding eight. That is 10. That is a success with two raises. I think he does a very good job of finding a nice concealed camping spot. They don't light a fight or anything. They just sort of hunker down um, and share, I guess, their bedrolls and blankets, whatever they have with Gunbjorn, who doesn't have much. I think Gunbjorn didn't escape with very many items um, from leaving the brigand camp. And so they rest for the night until the next morning. What does the day bring? Oh, the weather is horrible. Another spring rain, a cold, dreary rain begins to drop on them, waking up our three heroes. Ah, the pittering of the rain upon them. So much for sleep. I guess we should move on. Gunbjorn, how you feeling? I've been better, that's for sure. But I'm okay, we can, we can move on. Gunbjorn has a wound, so he's going to need five days before he gets a chance to remove that. And that means his busted guts, his strength, his lowered strength uh, won't go away until that happens. So he's going to be injured for some, some time. He really did take a heavy blow there. But he's okay. He can move on. He just uh, is feeling very sore. Alphys, too, has taken a wound, but he doesn't have an injury. So he's got a minus one to everything he does right now, but otherwise... He will also recover in about five days or so, at least get the chance to do so. And so I think the three of them are going to have a... The three of them begin talking as they start marching through the woods, the pattering of the rain, the cold breeze. Uh, it's, it's not a pleasant day at all. They're sort of... Their cloaks are tightly wrapped as they are pushing on through the woods, trying to get out of here and return to Elkwood. And they begin to have a conversation. I don't want to be a bear of bad news, but... I think the most important thing we can do right now is find Kataka and the Chaos Stone. Yes, 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 I know. The Chaos Stone is dangerous, but we have to get back to Elkwood immediately. Kataka could be there right now. All right, if you think she's there, then I agree, then let's go. But if she's not there, I don't want to dally. We have to find her immediately. Perhaps gather some warriors and chase her down before she starts using its power. Yes, yes, yes. And so they move on, traveling through the next couple of days to return to Elkwood. Going to make just a few rolls to see if they come across anything along the way. At this point, I think they're moving, they're moving with some haste. They're trying to get back to Elkwood as quickly as possible. Yeah, let's actually just ask the fate chart. I think it's a uh, 50-50 chance that they see something, which 
pretty high. Nope, they do not run into anything on their return to Elkwood. After a couple days, they return to Elkwood. The palisade walls in the distance. What happened to Elkwood while they were gone? Did Kataka come to Elkwood and fight them like she promised she would after being rebuffed by Thorfinn and Sumerlid and the rest of the warriors that were still in Elkwood? I think this is likely. I think it's likely she did come back here. That is a yes. Okay, so we know Kataka came to Elkwood to cause trouble. Is she still here? Or has she done her damage and moved on? Uh, I'll say 50-50. Yes, she's still here. Now the question is, has the, the few warriors, Sumerlid and the hunters and the townspeople, have they been able to keep them out of the village or have the brigands broken through into the village? I think it's likely that they did because they have greater numbers, they're better armed, and they're prepared for war, unlike the people of Elkwood. But Elkwood has the Palisade walls. They were doing some training with Sumerlid. They have the defensive advantage. So I'm gonna actually say it's a 50-50 on whether or not the brigands breached the walls of Elkwood. That is a yes. So it paints a very different view as the three of them come over the hill. They look down the village of Elkwood in the distance. The palisade walls are intact, but the front doors are burst open. There's smoke rising up from the hovels and it's a picture of chaos. There's been a battle. How recent has this battle been? Was it just yesterday that they were fighting? No. So this is the day after the battle. So the battle has been decided already, and it seems the villagers of Elkwood lost. And Thorfinn comes over the hill with his friends. He looks down at ruined Elkwood, the smoke rising, the chaos, the destruction. No! Elkwood's destroyed! There's still horses there roaming about. Kataka and her men are still here. We should charge in and fight them. Wait, wait, wait! Althus realizing that Thorfinn is not thinking clearly. There's only the three of them. Gunbjorn is still injured. They can't just charge in and fight against Kataka and all her men. They need to be smart. They need to sneak in and see what is happening. So Althus grabs hold of Thorfinn. Look, look, wait, wait! You have to understand, Thorfinn. If they are armed and ready, there's no chance we have against them. <sighs> but... Thorfinn and Alphys lock eyes for a moment, staring at each other. An understanding slowly draws in to Thorfinn. You're right. Damn! Fine, we'll do it your way. And so Alphys wants to lead them in carefully. Now here's the question. Does Alphys convince Thorfinn to go in himself? using his superior stealth skills to get information about the village? And if so, does Thorfinn even, is he even patient enough to let Althus do that? I don't think so. I think he wants to go in and help. Yes, I think Thorfinn turns to Gunbjorn. Gunbjorn. 
Alphys and I will go in and get information. In your condition, I don't want you to get harmed. Stay back here. Hide out. We'll come back for you. Does Gunbjorn stay behind? I think he feels indebted to Thorfinn and Alphys. I'll roll the dice. I think it's likely he, he tries to go with them anyway. Yes. No, it's all right. I'm going with you. This fight is for all of us. And Thorfinn nods to him. All right, then we all go. And so Alphys leads the three of them down the hill towards the ruins of Elkwood to get information. All right, this is going to be a stealth roll. It's the three of them. That is a five against, we'll give the remaining brigands a d6 here. That's a one. So they do successfully sneak into the village. What is the state of the village? How bad are, are a lot of villagers dead? Or are they just sort of taken over by sheer force? Let's find out. Okay, the village is in decent state. So what I think happened is the brigands charged in. They were able, through, I think, Kataka's magic, blast down the front doors. Ooh, there's a question. Has Kataka learned how to use the Chaos Stone? Is that what she used to blast down the palisade walls? Ooh, I'm going to say it's unlikely. We know based on her notes that were left at the ruins that she didn't actually... She hasn't gone that far yet. That's why she wanted to keep Gunbjorn alive. So I think it's very unlikely. That is a no. So she did not use the Chaos Stone. Instead, I think the brigands were charged in and kicked him down. Yes, I think Kataka damaged the, the front doors with their magic, blasting it with fire and dark energy. And this allowed one of the brigands' horses to charge into it, kick it down after they had... Uh, got a few successful arrows into a few of the townspeople. And then they stormed into the village on horseback, cutting people down. But not very many. I think once the brigands charged into the village, the villagers, their morale was broken, and they dropped their weapons, and they surrendered. Here's a question. Is Sumerlid and his hunters still alive? Let's just ask about Sumerlid. I think it's unlikely. He would have fought to the death. No. Sumerlid was killed. How many of his hunters are still alive? Ooh. I think only one, one or two of his hunters are still alive. So they've been captured. Sumerlid was killed. The townspeople are subjugated by Kataka. I think now Kataka and her men have, have holed up in the, the leader's hall in the village, the one that hasn't been used since the, the leader's son was, was killed by Kataka years ago. And so she's holed up in there with her men. Thorfinn, Althus, and Gunbjorn sneak into the village through the ruined door. Um, they take a moment when the, one of the brigands, the brigands are being pretty lax. They feel like they, they control this space. I think they're more worried about people trying to, to leave the village than to enter in. So they don't notice as the three of them slip in. And they're going from building to building, looking around, seeing, I think the villagers are confined to their, to their homes. Since we know that most of the homes were left intact, um, maybe only one or two of them were, were burned. But 
most of them are intact. The villagers were forced to remain indoors, like Kataka sort of and her men sort of rest from the battle, and they're going to control things here. So Thorfinn in, is now trying to gather information. I think he's going to try to sneak into one of the hovels, figure out what's going on. All right, so I'm actually going to make another stealth roll to see if he can make it to uh, one of the hovels. I think he's going to look for Kalf, the old potter that he had talked to when he returned home. He's going to see if Kalf is alive. All right, here's a stealth roll. Ooh, we got exploding six. That's a an eight. Let's see what the brigands get. Oh, they exploded as well. And again, oh no, that is going to be a 16. They're gonna get caught. I think we need to use a Benny. That's two Bennies already. Barely begun. All right, we need to get stealth. Come on, explode, we have to. All right, there we go. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's like a 19. So they successfully sneak into the village get into Kalf's hovel. I think uh, Kalf probably has the door, you know, locked from the inside. Um, and uh, Thorfinn comes up to the door and just gives a, gives a little friendly knock. Who's there? You can't come in! Kalf, it's me, it's Thorfinn. Let me in. Thorfinn! Oh! And he rushes to the door and pulls it open and the three of them tuck into the, into the, the, the hovel quickly. And he closes the door behind them. Thorfinn, where have you been? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all my fault. I shouldn't have gone after them. I wasn't here to help. They struck so quickly. I'm not sure you would have been of much help. There were so many of them on horseback. And Kataka and her dark magic. She just blasted in the door. There was nothing you could have done. Yes, but I should have been here. Where's Sumerlid? Kalf just shakes his head. No, Sumerlid. Are there any warriors left? Kalf just shakes his head again. I'm afraid not. They have us beaten. We are all but destroyed. Kataka's won. No, I won't let her win. This here, this is Gunbjorn. Gunbjorn nods to Kalf. I'm sorry about your loss. Thank you. Please come in, have, have some tea. There's not much else. The brigands have taken everything. They have defeated us. We will starve for sure. No, I won't let that happen. I'll do everything I can to stop them. I suppose she'll be going after Kataka then. She's hauled herself off in the leader's longhouse. Her and her men are there. There are far too many of them. It's a good question. How many of her men remain? I think there's a lot. Oh, that is 14. 14 men with Kataka. There are 14 men at least with her. Hold up in the longhouse, eating all our food. That's far too many for us. As much as I'd like to help, I don't think I can defeat that many. No, only the greatest of warriors would be able to fell that many men. Hethroth himself would struggle. Aye. And so I think the four of them sit down 
and begin to devise a plan. What can they do to confront Kataka and her men? All right, at this point, I think we're on a new scene for sure. I'm gonna roll for inter interruptions. Yes, there's an interrupted scene. What is the nature of this interruption? Current context. I think someone goes knocking on Kalf's door. And so there's this loud knock on the door. Kalf, quiet, 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 quiet. And he calms everyone down. And I think Thorfinn, Gunbjorn, and Alphys try to find hiding places in this small hovel. There's not a lot of places to hide, but, but they do their best to try to hide as Kalf goes to the door. And one of the brigands is on the other side. So what does the brigand want? 79, return adversity, return adversity. Okay, I think Kataka wants to talk to the village. There's a summons for everyone to come. She wants to exert her power over them, remind them who's in charge now that they have rested from the battle. Hey, you must come out of there. All villagers must come to the leader's hall. Kataka wants to speak with you. All right, all right. I'll be there. I'm coming. Now. All right. And Kalf grabs his coat and his cloak, and uh, he sort of carefully comes out of the door. Um, the brigand might get a glimpse that something's wrong, so I'm actually going to have them both roll opposed rolls here. A little bit of deception on the part of Kalf. That is an exploding six, and again, okay, he got a 17. Kalf perfectly sort of comes out, closes the door quickly behind him, Does not in any way that suggests that there's people still in the hovel. And the brigand and Kalf go off towards the village center, towards the leader's hall where they're all gathering for Kataka to speak. Meanwhile, I think Thorfinn and Alphys and Gunbjorn look to each other. This is our chance. I want to see what Kataka's up to. All right, but uh, we should be careful. Yeah, I think Thorfinn and Alphys are going to go. I think they're going to leave Gunbjorn behind. He is a little bit of a liability. It's definitely still Thorfinn that is the weak link here. So Thorfinn and Alphys are going to sneak out of the hovel and head towards the village center, hiding from away from view to try to see what Kataka is saying. That is the worst rule of the night. That is a two. All right, well, uh, let's roll for the, uh, the brigands. If they spot them, I need to roll a one. That is also a two. That is a tie. In the case of a tie, I think the, uh, the stealth people are going to win. Um, the other option is to roll again. I might just roll again. Let's see what we get. So we got a four. They got a four. Again, a tie. Okay, we got a nine. They got a two. All right. Decided. They sneak in, undetected, to the village center, where Kataka is now standing on the stone steps that rise up to the longhouse of the leader's hut. She's standing there in her dark black robes, the black paint around her eyes, menacing as she stands there looking over her subjects. Her strong brigands standing around her, looking menacing, brandishing their weapons. As the villagers gather, already defeated, broken, saddened from the loss of those 
that were killed during the battle. It's quite an oppressive scene. Kataka raises up her hands. Welcome all, welcome. Now you see who's really in charge. Hope is a false mistress. She leads those astray when they should have given up. When your soldiers returned home from war, you made the mistake of thinking you had a chance of ending our reign. One does not cast aside a queen. Your master in her hollowed halls has commanded tribute from you to protect you for your own good. And you repay her with this, with treachery. Now you've suffered for your choices. Those among you lay dead for your insolence. I think this lesson has finally been learned. Thrice now have you thwarted me, and thrice now have I defeated you. Your leader has been scorched to ashes. Those that opposed us has withered away by curse. In the shadows, Thorfinn <sighs> growls as he thinks of his parents withering to dust. And now me and my men have once again reminded you who is in charge? I hope this lesson doesn't get forgotten. You have already suffered, and yet you will suffer more. Tribute we will have, and you've wasted it on trying to stop us. Trying to break off the chains that rightfully belong upon you. And so, we will take your provisions today, and you will starve. The harsh spring will be a lesson to you, perhaps a final one. Those of you that survive will remember the hardships in the days ahead. And only then would you know that the blackened eyes are your commanders. And she who sits upon the throne, the queen of the blackened eyes, Thyria, is your master. And the villagers just stand around, hushed, broken, saddened. And with that, we're going to have to end our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Everybody have a wonderful day.